Hey guys, welcome to Just Winging It. I'm Haley. And I'm Emma. Let's get into it. Hey guys. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome to Just Winging It. We're so glad you guys came back. What's up? What's going on, everyone? How's life? <laughs> you guys should tell us what, what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I guess just text us while you're listening to it. I wish it was kind of like interactive. but No, I know. It's kind of weird. Haley and I are looking at each other's eyes. <laughs> just like hanging out in Emma's bed, <laughs> one mic in between us. Just relaxing. Yeah, that's the vibe right now. But we're just glad you guys came back. Yeah, we're so excited. So, um, Emma, how's your week? My week is good. Um, I'm recovering from the weekend. If you didn't know, I'm sure you did. It was my birthday <laughs> on Saturday. Um, Haley was there. Haley was involved in the full weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just here recovering from it all. Uh, my two best friends came to visit, Sophie and Sarah. Um, it was just amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. We got to like, what do we do? We got brunch one day got dinner the other day it was just like a good weekend really fun wholesome (laughs) so wholesome that's how i describe it (laughs) but yeah so um we're just glad you guys are back so i think we should just get into it let's get into it um so emma what was your high low and something looking forward to okay so I got to say the high is the visit from Sophie and Sarah. Mm -hmm. Um, I really felt the love this weekend from everyone, but it just meant the world to me to have them here and like celebrating everything, seeing my life in D.C. This is their first time seeing kind of, you know, my new stopping ground. So that was definitely my high. Um, My low has to just be like how busy I am at work right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been working late most nights which I'm not used to, but I get it's part of it and part of um, just, like, growing in your job. Mm-hmm. So is my low. Um, something I'm looking forward to right now is this weekend. I'm already looking forward to the weekend. Mm-hmm. I have a facial on Saturday. Shout out to Silver Mirror. <laughs> hooking me up. I'm going to go buy unnecessary products and just pamper yourself pampering myself to the extreme what about you that's gonna be awesome um my high this past week was probably also celebrating your birthday and just like having so much fun um yeah and just being able to meet your friends and just celebrate you um my low was well it wasn't really a low but it was something that i was like kind of bummed about so we you know how we were supposed to go on that ski trip. Um, we didn't end up going on the ski trip because <laughs> because Jake's brother, he's fine now, but he ended up getting COVID. And so we obviously couldn't go um, to Wintergreen. So we just decided to kind of do our own thing. But it ended up working out because Jake was able to come to Richmond for like a week with me. And he just left on Monday. So it was good. We were, you know, just had fun hanging out together. And then something I'm looking forward to is, um, I don't know. I'm actually going back to Richmond <laughs> this weekend um, to see my family. And 
my mom actually did end up getting surgery on her wrist. She's fine, but got to take care of her. So going to go hang out with my dogs and my mom and my dad and just kind of chill. So yeah, that's kind of the move. Yeah. I was telling Haley before this, but I'm really homesick. I miss my parents. I miss yeah. my dogs. I miss my home, my bed, everything about Miss Rhode Island. <sighs> I miss her. Yeah. No, it's so funny. Like, I didn't get homesick at all at Virginia Tech. Like, not once. Not even freshman year. And I think it was because I was, like, constantly surrounded by people and always doing stuff. And now it's just, like, totally different because of COVID and just, like, remote work and everything. But I get homesick, like, every couple weeks now. Yeah. I get into those, like, phases where I just need to FaceTime my mom for two hours. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. I'm like, please, like, just, like just tell me everything's okay and you love me yeah and then I'll be better I like didn't realize that when I got to the age of 23 maybe it's just me but I like I feel like I just need reassurance that like I'm doing the right things that things will be okay like career-wise everything Mm -hmm. it's just it can be stressful sometimes and you get in your head oh for sure for sure yeah I mean at this point I'm just kind of Taking it day by day, but that kind of segues into our next, our main segment today, guys. We're going to be talking about mental health and just how kind of, I feel like a lot of us have been going through it this past year with everything. So Emma and I are going to kind of share with you our experience with how we've been feeling this past year and how we're feeling now and like what we do to like get out of the funk and to some coping. Guys. If you didn't know, I was a psychology major in college. <laughs> and what that means is, yes, I have this degree that I'm not really doing much with. But two, I am a queen for mental health. Yeah, there I you go. I love talking about it. <laughs> I love trying to diagnose people. I love trying to use all that lingo. Uh-huh. But don't take – I'm not a scientist. <laughs> I don't have my PhD. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about it. (laughs) And yeah, we just hope you guys can relate to some of this. So we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Did you miss us? <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it's no secret, everyone, that this has been probably the most insane year of everyone's lives. Yeah, We're probably. Close to it. Yeah. You know, especially for us being, you know, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. I can say that now. <laughs> um, so everyone's going through it we're all kind of going through this struggle and I think that Haley and I want to like normalize that and Mm -hmm. normalize that conversation that it's okay to be not okay yeah especially like I know that like sometimes I have trouble admitting like when I'm going through something or asking for help because I believe that like I can I can get through it on my own I don't need someone's help but I think at the end of the day, it honestly makes you stronger if you are asking for help and relying on your friends and your family because you know you want to get better and you're making those 
strides to get better. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll start. start. <laughs> um, this year has definitely been crazy for me. It started off great. Um, I guess we'll, we're still talking about 2020. So, kind of up until this point, since it's the one-year anniversary now. Mm-hmm. It is. the week. <laughs> this week is the one-year anniversary of COVID. Scary. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean started off this past year pretty good. I was living with all my friends in college and just having a great time. Um, And then once I moved to Old Town, I'm not going to lie, it got kind of, it just got really hard because I was constantly alone for a very long time. And I've like, ever since I was little, I've dealt with being sad, like having depression and anxiety. And I think that a lot of people around the world can say the same thing. Like I know so many of my friends that struggle with what I'm struggling with as well. Um, And so I think that it got to a point where I had to decide how to cope with what I was going through in Old Town and what I kind of am still going through because um, when you're working from home, you're not really getting that you know, social interaction with people. You're constantly doing the same things every day. And then for me, I didn't have a roommate for a long time of that. So I feel like I had to say, how am I going to make this better? Um, and some days, you know, you don't have the energy to really make it better. You're just trying to get through the day. But on the days where you really want to, you know, strive to have a good day and be productive and make sure that like you can go to bed with a smile on your face. Um, I would always just kind of start my day off like exercising. I've gotten really into Orange Theory, which I really enjoy. (laughs) It is really tough. It's really tough, but I love that. Or like even on days where I can't do that, I'll go for a walk and whether it's grabbing coffee or grabbing breakfast somewhere, trying to do something that is a little bit different in the morning. That's what has been helping me. And then making sure throughout the day that I'm like getting outside, doing something, talking to a friend, talking to a parent throughout the day. So it's not just me messaging my coworkers and getting in and out of meetings, but actually talking about something other than work has been critical for me. Um, to feel good at the end of the day and then also to just try something new whether that's like cooking a new meal trying a new show just like the little things because right now we can't do that much but it the most that you can do like try it because at this point I think yeah I think with what you're saying too with like getting outside of your normal routine mm -hmm. because like we're so set in that nine to five you're sitting on your computer you're doing this and that. Yeah. Make the time before work or after work to do something for you, something fun, something with friends, something virtual, um, anything, something new. Yeah. Because I feel like I would just get in these ruts where I like wouldn't even leave my apartment for like uh, days. Because I, well. <laughs> I was like, well, I have everything here and I don't really want to go out and do stuff. But then I would just get more tired or more sad or not want to do anything. And it would kind of like perpetuate a cycle. So when you realize that you're in that mindset, it's that is when you need to be self-reflective and be like, okay, I know that I'm here. What am I going to do to get out of it? 
and then make those steps though it can be hard sometimes the like, like we said before reaching out for help i think is so critical because if i didn't have my family and my friends and people in my life it would be very hard for me sometimes to kind of get over that hump yeah i totally agree with that i think that asking for help is critical and even it's it doesn't even need to be like I don't know I think asking for help that phrase itself can be like so daunting because it's not like you're I'm texting Haley being like help me yeah you know <laughs> like it's more of just hey like I'm kind of feeling down in the dumps like let's do something yeah let's go like let's work together Haley and I work together sometimes yeah you know we'll catch up after work like today like I made I made Haley dinner yeah it was so cute a privilege <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like doing things like that because Yesterday was a very, very tough day for me, and now today was so much better. So yeah, it can really turn around. And that's it. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole thing with mental health is it's like such a wave. Like you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of constantly on this roller coaster. Yeah. Sometimes you're down. Sometimes you're up. Sometimes you're really down. You know, it's it's ever changing. And I think having little things that work for you are key. Yeah. Like what works for Haley and I might not work for you and that's okay but I think Mm -hmm. figuring that out and testing out new things can make it a lot better oh yeah for sure so I mean those are just some of the things that I do and honestly if it gets to a point where you're really down in the dumps feel all the emotions you're gonna you want to just feel it all so that you're not kind of holding it all in you want to just get it out and then wake up the next day and try to tackle that day because the more you keep it in and you're not talking about it and you're just suppressing it it's going to come out eventually in one way or another Mm -hmm. so you might as well get it out a healthy way of just you know getting it out so I don't what you were just saying it kind of reminds me of something so um I grew up a competitive dancer so starting in I think fifth grade I was doing dance competitions, like the whole thing, you know, every weekend we're going somewhere, um, doing all this stuff. And something that you're always told to do is even if you mess up, you keep going. Mm -hmm. So it's even if you mess up your dance, if you mess up, like if you forget what you're doing, you're something just doesn't go your way. It's like you push through and you keep doing it because not like the judges like wouldn't know that you made a mistake. Right. And I think that's huge is it's like, even though if you face this obstacle, it's like push through, try to fight it, and move forward. Yeah. And I think that's totally applicable here. I think obviously. It is too. Yeah. And also, like, sometimes fake it till you make it, like, really does work. Like, yeah. sometimes if you force yourself to watch, like, something really funny and you just start laughing, you're like, wow, that's serotonin. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's how it works, I think, right? You laugh and you're better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, just fake it till you make it. Just like while you're crying, just start laughing. See if it works, guys. <laughs> we'll see. No, I think, but it's, it's sometimes it's like, it, I think it can go either way. It can be like, you're really sad and I want to listen to like the most depressing music in the world. Right. Or it's like, I need to just make myself like feel like better, mm-hmm. you know? And, and for me, sometimes it's like looking back at old pictures, like mm-hmm. old, old videos. Yeah. Um, or just, yeah. If you have like a comfort show, mine's how I met your mother. Mine's new girl. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their comfort show. And I think that that like 
I don't know. That'll well, play. I saw it's like this is kind of weird, but I saw a I don't know if it was a stat, but it pretty much said that people who are more anxious have a comfort show like they will rewatch the same mm-hmm. show every oh, yeah. every few months because they know what's going to happen so they don't have to like think about it and I was yeah. like I really relate to that You're like oh so that's why I watched New Girl 45 yeah. times. <laughs> and Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy like I have multiple shows Dude, that makes a ton of sense I've like, gone through it like multiple times yeah no uncertainty or just like okay I know exactly what's gonna happen I know I started The Crown today and I've never seen it and I was like uh oh, do I want to do this I know <laughs> especially right now where it's like being like you can only watch like one episode a day because you're like working all yeah. day. It's like, am I willing to really give my full attention to like this show? really hone in? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I give that much energy right now? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. But I hope like my advice was like good. Emma, what do you do? I honestly like a lot of what you're saying is also what I do. I think the biggest thing is like setting up like having a schedule for yourself and having things to look forward to. Yes. So even like last week, I knew Haley and I were hanging out today. So mm-hmm. it's like having these like different like posts of like knowing what you're doing mm-hmm. and who you're going to be with. Um, and even just like scheduled FaceTime calls, like all that stuff is like huge for me. Yeah. Um, Especially with COVID going on, it's nice that like when you get, when it's just like remote work of just being in the same place from nine to five, you're like, I'm going to go somewhere and do something after work where I can really enjoy myself. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. So. That one's huge. I also like, I'm obsessed. I love cooking. So I really enjoy going to the grocery store. Like the, there's a, I, so actually that's like a double-edged sword for me. Cause I don't, I get social anxiety at the grocery <laughs> store. Cause there's like so many people. And I get uncomfortable and they start overheating with a mask on. <laughs> but I love going. There's a little grocery store right below my apartment that is like a specialty organic store. It's so it's really like cute. you get an almond milk that's like $20. And I'm like, sign me up. You know? Oh, my God. So that's the one that I like to go to because it's tiny and like no one's paying those prices. All right, bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where I like to go and I'll like make something fun. Like I made spring rolls last week. Like that was so fun for me. I'm just going to come here every night so you can make me dinner I with would, your rich food. You know I love taking care of people. That's like my safe space. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that's good. And then yeah. when in doubt, just have a girls weekend. Do yeah. what you want. Like, I feel like maybe maybe this is just me right now, but I'm really utilizing my weekends yeah. to do the most, spend the most time with the people that I love and just try to... You know, I don't want to say live for the weekend because I've never wanted to be that type of person, but, you know, make the most of your time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, I think that's what we're doing. And also, I'm sure a lot of people out here will agree with this one. I'm a big fan of retail therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, it's just me spending money. <laughs> we know what your coping mechanism yeah. is. My budgeting is not. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have this. I have this addiction to TJ Maxx and Marshalls, like mm. huge addiction. I have an Amazon addiction. Okay, yeah, yeah. Two type of girls in the world, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I really wish that I like, you know, had my dad's credit card for <laughs> Amazon sometimes. Yes, 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 yes. But no, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what makes it 
harder to like purchase things but sometimes i'll just be like you deserve it emma you know yeah like you deserve it but that's what i like to do i like to buy candles i like burn them all in one day <laughs> like i that's just have I lighting right next to me while mm-hmm. i'm working um buy all different types of things a ton of lounge clothes right now everything's so trendy with you i know <laughs> I say. but yeah i mean whatever you guys can do to make your day better I say go for it as long as it's obviously in a healthy safe way but I have something fun okay okay this is gonna be fun if you've made it this far in the podcast you're listening right now comment on our Instagram your favorite coping mechanism oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) favorite healthy and unhealthy coping mechanisms (laughs) okay we just went first though now it's your turn yeah (laughs) no I think that'll be fun probably oh wait what's your you said your unhealthy coping mechanism was like probably just like spending a ton of money spending a ton of money to try to make me feel better yeah honestly is like cooking you know like (laughs) cooking healthy meals for myself healthy for me is like working out Mm-hmm. unhealthy for me is like way too much tiktok and social media like way too much like i'll send my friends 20 i send you like 20 I have, yeah, I got tiktoks out I got a day right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just like i can just zone out at work sometimes and you know off of work too and i just go at it and just send a million people these things yeah we're just like sitting there zoning out and then you just hear the slack noise yeah (laughs) and everyone knows what that sounds and you're like oh wait back to reality it snaps you out of it and you're like oh you're like wait i have emails (laughs) i only do that on my lunch break but (laughs) of course (laughs) of course um all right guys well we're gonna do a little game to wrap up so we'll be right back guys so since we're still in covid and we all miss traveling and that was a little bit of a deeper episode we want to laugh so emma and i are going to share our funniest most interesting travel stories so em's gonna go first hey guys so i'm gonna paint this picture for you so you feel like you were with me so Setting the scene, we're in the beautiful Barcelona, Spain. Um, pardon, I meant Barcelona. Um, I was a local. Um, <laughs> strictly speaking Spanish, just kidding. But I was in Barcelona, studied abroad. Um, very basic, I know. But something like super crazy that happened happened when my best friend Sophie came to visit me. So she came. She was studying abroad in Paris. Um, we're both like known as being grandmas, like going to bed at 9 p.m. and just like spooning and going to bed, you know, like <laughs> me and her spooning, you know. So we decided we're like, hey, like all the kids from – a ton of people from school were there. Like let's just like go out. Let's get dinner with everyone and then like see where the night takes us. So we go to dinner. Everything's great. We just like keep going out. And we end up going to Opium, which is, like, the biggest, like, craziest bar in Barcelona. Um, we were just, like, super pumped to be there, you know, like, doing the whole nine, running around, dancing. Like, she's meeting all my friends, whatever. And there is, like, 
a VIP section in these clubs. Um, I wouldn't say it's exclusive, but it's hard to get up there, especially when you're with like a group of people. So we were with like a huge group of people from my school and I like snuck over to like talk to the club promoter. Same as Ashi. If you (laughs) went to Barcelona or visited, you must know Ashi and Ashi's list. Ashi and I were very close besides the point. So I just went up to Ashi and I was like, hey, like my friends here visiting, like we have like let us up there, like little bottle service, like let's, let's, let's hang out, you know, like I want a sparkler in my mouth and I want to like dance to everyone. <laughs> so Ashi's like, Emma, baby, like there's nothing I can do. Like, I'm so sorry. We're booked for the night. Like you can't get up here. And I was like, that's insane. I was like, that's not okay. Like that's not going to fly with me. So Whatever, we keep dancing, we keep dancing. All of a sudden, Ashi comes, taps me on my shoulder, two wristbands to the VIP section. Sophie and I were set up. And at this point, we had to leave everyone that we were with to go to the VIP section. And the VIP section is just, it was kind of just like higher than the regular like club. But when you were up there, you could just like see everyone, you're like dancing around, whatever. So we get in and we just like, go crazy like it was just you know like dancing and drinks and all this fun stuff and like seeing all of our friends and we ended up staying out until like 7 a.m um got back to my apartment and we both just like could not function the next day like we woke up and the only thing we could do was like get thai food like that's all we did all day that sounds so fun. Yeah, I mean, it was so fun. It's just like one of my best memories because it's unlike both of us to like really go balls to the wall. So we just went for it that night and it was so amazing and I would do it again in a heartbeat, especially right now, like yeah, missing that. All right, Haley, your turn. All right. Mine's a little different, but so I was – it was like two years ago, and I went to live in Naples, Italy for four weeks. It wasn't study abroad, but it was a volunteer trip. And so I lived in a hostel with just a bunch of people from all over the world and people from Brussels, Australia, Canada, um, Spain, and you know, everybody was there. <laughs> it was me and two other Americans that were living there, and I went there not knowing a single soul and honestly probably to this day one of the most you know courageous things I've ever done just you know said screw it and went for it so we got there and I was just having so much fun and so during the day we um, would volunteer probably until like five or six every single day and then kind of just come back home and Um, explore the city. And then on the weekends, we could go wherever we wanted. So one weekend, me and my friends, Hannah and Rafi, the only other two Americans on the trip with me, (laughs) we went to Capri. And that was a little island outside of Naples. And so we go and we're having a great time. We get there, we get off the ferry and we're walking around and we're like, we really want to go on a boat and just explore the island and see what's around here. And so we walk up to one of the men um, who has a boat and we're like, hi, like, can we please rent one of these from you today? We'd love to like see the island. And he goes, yeah, of course, you're going to drive it. 
And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, you guys are going to drive it. And then he points to me, <laughs> like strictly just to me. And he's like, he goes, you're going to drive it. And Rafi and Hannah are like, you are the man, you're going to drive it. And I was like, okay. So he gives me like a 10 second crash course on how to drive a boat. Backstory, I've ridden like jet skis and I've done stuff like that throughout my life, but I've never driven a boat. <laughs> Let me drive the boat. <laughs> and so I was like a little nervous, but I was, you know, what can go wrong kind of mindset. So we get in the boat. It's just me, Rafi and Hannah. No one comes with us. And they're like, you have two hours to just go around and do what you want. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're going around. We, we're, you know, keep driving and driving, driving around the island. And we decide that we really want to get out and swim and that there's a really cool cave nearby. So we stop the boat. I drop the anchor. And then we get out. We're swimming. We're swimming for probably like 45 minutes. We're like, oh, we should probably get back in, see the rest of the island, and then go back. So we all get back in the boat. And the anchor will not come up at all. Like, it won't come up. And I'm freaking out because we can't just drop the anchor. Like, they're going to charge us if we, like, come back and, like, half of the equipment's gone. And I just, like, don't know what to do. We I swim down to figure out what the situation is. And the anchor is lodged between these two massive boulders. And so I'm like, great. Okay, sounds good. So Rafi, the man, the only man on this trip, <laughs> love you, Rafi, but you didn't help that much because <laughs> I kept swimming down and trying to pull the anchor manually out of these two boulders. And then Rafi would like try to crank it from the boat. And then Hannah was just like chilling, but <laughs> we were all we were all just trying to get it out. And it really wasn't working at all. So we were just I saw one boat that was similar to ours, probably about 30, 40 yards away. So I swam over to that boat, not knowing if they spoke English. And I was like, hi, guys, like speaking in my broken Italian. And I was like, our boat's stuck. I really don't know what to do. The anchor won't dislodge from these two boulders. Like, can you please help us? And the old man comes up to me and he goes, all right, honey, this is what you're going to do. Like, I was just so thankful that they spoke English. And so I was like, okay, I got a plan, came back to the boat. I had to go back and forth in the boat. Like we had to drive up a little bit and drive back a little bit <laughs> to dislodge this anchor. Everyone is looking at us. They're like, look, these stupid Americans, they don't know what they're doing. And we finally get the anchor out of the, we, you know, out of the water. It was a, it was a pretty... <laughs> It was like the biggest sigh of relief ever. And so we were like, well, we got 30 minutes left. Let's go enjoy it. And we had the most amazing time ever. We docked the boat and then we decided we were going to climb a mountain that day. Like Damn. we say that we conquered Capri by land and sea that day. And we really did. <laughs> so that was probably my like favorite, you know, trip story because I had a heart attack for real. I didn't know what we were going to do, but we made it out alive. And now looking back on it, it's so funny. So I don't know why I'm picturing like Haley. If you guys have seen, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Um, uh, Outer Banks, Outer Banks. <laughs> I am literally picturing Haley as John B. Like, <laughs> 
they were just like so aquatic in that show. And Haley's saying she swam down to the anchor. Like, what's up, John B? Like, what's going on? That's all I can picture. I'm more like Michael Phelps than John B. <laughs> I literally am picturing you like down there with like tools. You know, I don't even yeah. know. But that I'm was not gonna lie. I I think I kind of saved the day a little bit. I think you did. Too. But <laughs> no, but it was really fun. And then we just like had a great day for the rest of that trip. And Capri is still one of my favorite places that I've ever been. So yeah, I don't know, guys. We just wanted to kind of share those and on a lighter note. But yeah, I think we just want to end on a lighter note and like <laughs> we wanted to laugh a little bit. <laughs> laugh a little bit, reminisce. Always fun. Reminisce on traveling, and can't wait until we do that and get our vaccines and be all set yeah well thanks guys for listening again and we'll catch you next week bye